This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. I am long both December 2022 and 2023 corn. Whenever I see my corn crop suffer when it is not a local anomaly, I replace anticipated lost production by buying dips in futures, understanding that the market doesn't often respond until after USDA confirms the short crop. They do not fully update acreage or have a lot of harvest data until the October crop report. You can see it. The losses happen in the fields before the USDA quantitates the loss and factors it into the balance sheet. I actually do not like their system as it favors end users, but it is what it is. You position and wait. Physical ownership of cash is preferable. If you must sell cash cornered harvest or need end user coverage, July option spreads recommended in our report would be something to consider for re-ownership. I would expect that commercials will be offering some creative incentives to entice farmers to part with cash. If possible, try to pick one that doesn't give up basis potential, which should favor sellers. I never thought that I would ever say this, but no price established contracts do not surrender the basis. Probably the best example of Chicago border trade markets delaying a response to a crop disaster was in 1993 when floods drenched the corn belt, adding another great lake, while cloud cover blocked sunlight, inhibiting photosynthesis. It was the worst crop in my career, and Chicago refused to believe it. Corn prices languished through the fall harvest. Market advisories drove the interstates and went back and told them that the high ground looked good. There was no high ground that year. Farmers could see the unprecedented crop disaster unfolding right before their eyes and grew frustrated that the Chicago border trade refused to accept the reality of conditions occurring. They were made to doubt themselves. It took the November crop report that year until USDA had enough harvest data to be able to confirm what we had been seeing weeks and months before. This is not 1993. It is not 2012 either, although I believe that it is 2012 light. There is a material change to the corn balance sheet coming. Crop condition ratings tend to get discounted. Corn condition of every state west of the Mississippi either was unchanged or deteriorated last week, offset by improvement in Tennessee. 8% of U.S. corn was rated very poor compared to 4% the prior year. The September crop report due out next Monday will have little of the harvest data in it yet. As the drought will accelerate the harvest time frame, the USDA should have adequate harvest data to be better able to quantitate losses in the October report. USDA also waits until the October report to update acreage. FSA certification data showing fewer planted acres along with drought losses should trim harvested acres as well. The September 30th quarterly stocks report could have some information that the CBOT cannot ignore in it as well. We got $8 a bushel for the last of our 2022 cash corn, which should not have happened if there were larger stocks, as the USDA had been claiming existed. Seasonal weakness works to provide buying opportunities. Bears will beat the drums about harvest pressure, strong dollar, Chinese COVID lockdowns, and economic recession to help facilitate the transition of ownership from farmers to commercials. We will have to wait this out. Expected balance sheet revisions will carry ramifications going forward. The 2023 carry-in should be significantly reduced. 
They're already talking about adding 4.5 million acres more corn next year, but it will take that much more just to get us back where we started this year's balance sheet. Lingering drought until western corn boiled soil moisture is recharged and significantly higher production costs for 2023 will make such an acreage expansion, frankly, extremely difficult to achieve. Fertilizer shortages are a stealth missile cruising toward 2023 crops. Natural gas shortages and electrification problems in Europe make current U.S. nitrogen supplies look plentiful and cheap by comparison to theirs. Their fertilizer production will drastically contract, and they'll attempt to buy into our supply chain to acquire it here in the United States. December 2023 corn is too cheap relative to the cost and availability of fertilizer. That's why I've already secured my 2023 nitrogen needs from a reliable supplier at what is a tolerable price so that I can eliminate that risk factor for the coming crop year. I've told you to worry more about managing 2023 input costs and less about pricing 2023 crops for the time being. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.